the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. Andrew Brunson meeting right now with President Trump at the White House. We've been negotiating long and hard. We do not pay ransom in this country, at least any longer. We won't pay ransom. Otherwise, you have big problems and lots of things will happen. Lots of bad things will happen. But I still, I want to thank... uh, President Erdogan. The American pastor and his wife landed at Andrews Air Force Base earlier this afternoon. Brunson flew to the U.S. after being held by Turkish authorities for nearly two years. As cleanup continues in the southeast after Hurricane Michael, President Trump told his audience at a GOP campaign rally in Ohio last night his administration is on it. Power and cell phone service starting to be restored in parts of Florida's storm-battered panhandle. State emergency management officials reported that nearly 264,000 customers remain without electricity. This is SRN News. Who's who in the midterms? What do they stand for? And how will it affect my family? Will they cut taxes, fix health care? If you have a stress headache from all the noise of the midterms, consider the Battleground Talkers Tour your remedy. Get the facts from Larry Elder, Dennis Prager, and Michael Medved. October 25th at the Radisson Blue Mall of America. VIP tickets are sold out, but preferred seating and general admission are available at am1280thepatriot.com. Another hour up next year with the closer, Brad Carlson, just after 2 p.m. here on The Patriot. We're glad to have you joining us. Brad is one part of a three-headed monster known as the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Mitch Berg is in tomorrow at 1 p.m. for Brad, and Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on Business 1440, It's the best show for economic insight. It's the King Banyan Show, Saturday mornings at 9 on Business 1440. For today, a mix of sun and clouds, low 50s, a chance of showers overnight, partly sunny and low 40s for Sunday. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast. We'd like to call the closer on the headliner edition. It's me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Mitch Berg. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org, and we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N-Show for any comments or questions. And uh, feel free to like our Facebook page. Just go to Facebook, obviously. Do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Like our page, and you will keep uh, apprised of all of the show content that we have each and every weekend, and as always. We appreciate you tuning into the broadcast. I want to switch gears a little bit, at least the first segment this hour, to some local issues. And uh, we uh, have as a guest on, is uh, Steve with us, uh, by the way, uh, Nick? He's on. Okay. All right. We have uh, Minnesota House member Steve Dreskowski. Steve is a uh, Republican House member out of the Mazeppa area, which is House District 21B. However, we have Steve on to talk about some uh, campaign finance, alleged campaign viol finance violations against Representative Ilhan Omar, who is currently a House member out of the city of Minneapolis, but is the Democrat candidate for Congress in Minnesota's 5th Congressional District. Uh, There have been complaints, uh, uh, multiple complaints filed against uh, uh, Representative Ilmar, who has yet to definitively answer some of these questions, and it is getting a little bit of play. The Star Tribune has picked up on the story, and, and there was an editorial in today's Star Tribune which says that Representative Ilmar absolutely must answer these particular questions so the heat is definitely being turned up that is for certain so to give us a little more insight as to these uh, particular issues we welcome the aforementioned representative steve dreskowski steve welcome to the northern alliance radio network good to have you on sir 
Good to be here, Brad. Thank you. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. Uh, I guess we'll start from the beginning, Steve. Uh, when did you first notice, or how did this first come attention, the, some alleged improprieties with uh, Representative uh, Omar's uh, financial dealings, particularly as it pertains to her uh, campaign, Steve Draskowski? Well, Brad, there's a lot of them, um, almost too numerous to mention. But uh, back in July, um, I'm on a uh, on an email a distribution list uh, uh, that I signed up for from the Minnesota Campaign Finance and Public Disclosure Board, okay. where they uh, they send you their minutes and so forth um, as soon as they're they're uh, penned. And so I, I received their latest minutes uh, back in July, and in there was uh, a citation where they had had cited and fined Representative Ilhan Omar's uh, Minnesota House campaign for filing their her statement of economic interest a full five months late. Uh, that's due in, uh, in January, and she filed it in June or something like that. Um, and that followed, and that, that brought with it a $1,000 fine from the board. Uh, uh, subsequently to that, uh, Representative Omar asked the board uh, for permission to pay it in installments rather than to pay the $1,000. Um, this fine, by the way, was on top of I think two or maybe three different other fines that the board had fined her for earlier for not reporting on time and or correctly. So certainly I, I realized at that point there's something isn't right here. So I, I, I did some looking, by the way, Representative Omar in that, um, in that two year, um, uh, two year house, um, uh, sequence there, um, filed or actually raised and spent over $100,000 for a Minnesota House candidate, mm. that is really uncommon. That's a lot of money. Right. And so for to, to raise and spend $100,000 and then not have the $1,000 to pay the third or fourth fine that you have, it, it just kind of seems like something isn't right. So I went digging, and uh, first thing I found was that um, uh, with the statement of economic interest, uh, when she finally did file it five months late, it disclosed the fact that she took honorarium money from three different Minsku campuses, took them from, uh, from Normandale Community College, Inver Hills Community College, and Inver Grove Heights, and then also uh, $250 from uh, Mankato. So you add those together, and it was uh, over $2,500 that she had taken from government entities that she oversaw their budget for and voted upon. Uh, it's expressly prohibited by House rules to take honorariums from entities that uh, come for business before the Minnesota House. So I filed a, or I didn't file a complaint, but I held a press conference and uh, called on Representative Omar to pay those monies back. And um, she has finally paid back uh, two of the three and the third one we're still waiting on. So that was, that was the first thing. Then um, I also recognized the fact in reading through her uh, campaign finance report, the Representative Omar had paid $2,250 $2,250 to an attorney uh, that happened to also be her divorce attorney. Mm. And so I filed a complaint with the campaign finance board. Um, you know, you, you, it's, a, it's against the law to use campaign money for personal purposes. And so I filed a complaint with the campaign finance board. Uh, they then established that there was prima facie evidence to move forward and, and uh, discern whether or not that uh, probable cause uh, could be found. Uh, they did find that probable cause, and then subsequently it ordered an investigation uh, into her campaign. And some of the first paperwork that they found or were given actually from her campaign indicated that uh, the money was used to pay uh, a firm that to do accounting work and also uh, quote immigration work. And neither of those two are things that you would expect uh, to be campaign activity but look more like uh, to serve you personally. So they're, they're, she's under investigation for that now by the Minnesota Campaign and Public Disclosure Board, and we will hear back from them, uh, I assume, in the next few weeks. And then uh, on top of that, I filed just last week another uh, complaint because uh, recognize the fact that Representative Omar had been spending campaign money to go on trips around the country and around the world, including trips to Massachusetts, to speak for a city council candidate in a rally, uh, to rally uh, for a girl power conference in Ohio, and uh, two other uh, trips, one of which uh, was to travel to and from Estonia, 
mm. uh, for an undisclosed reason, and then uh, one to uh, uh, for return airfare from uh, the Somali New Arrival Conference, whatever that is. So, and then there was one other trip, and I don't remember what that one was, but a, a variety of trips, none of which has to do with her being elected to the Minnesota House of Representatives in Minnesota, which is uh, what the money is supposed to be spent for. Obviously, um, Representative Omar has business interests. She likes to do speak, eat public speaking and makes money off of that, which is fine. But you can't use campaign money to pay for it. It's against the law. So um, that's where we're at. Um, I've been calling with each of these steps, Brad, upon the media to ask questions and do their share of investigations. Up to this point, they haven't. And you chronicled the fact that finally uh, some of the mainstream uh, more liberal media is finally starting to pay attention, and that's very, very encouraging. Yeah, and like I alluded to at the outset there, Representative Draskowski, is the fact that uh, lest anybody want to just dismiss this as uh, some, some sort of uh, uh, partisan rancor or the fact that this is just a, uh, a story by some conservative outlets, uh, the, the Star Tribune put out an editorial today basically saying, look, uh, the election is three election day is three and a half weeks away. Obviously, Minnesota District, uh, Congressional District 5, very heavily Democratic, R plus, or excuse me, D plus 26, I believe it is. They're even imploring her to come out and say more about these uh, specific allegations. So as, as you said, that certainly is, is encouraging as far as uh, going beyond that, getting into the investigative journalism. I don't know that that is necessarily happening, but that certainly is a, another story for another day. Uh, forgive my inter- ignorance, Representative Draskowski, but is there any circumstance whatsoever that a political candidate or elected representative, is there any justification, any law that would allow someone to, to take trips, say, to maybe another state to, oh, I don't know, uh, look at how a particular company that looks to expand within our state would do business. I mean, is there any justification for that, Representative Draskowski? Because I can't imagine something like this would be just like a simple "whoops, didn't know the rules here." <laughs> I, I uh, yeah, well, get my ignorance. There but. is, there, there is. As a matter of fact, and the Campaign Finance Board makes it clear in, in one of their opinions that they state that is available uh, for candidates and legislators to look at. Uh, and essentially, you have to have be have business when you're there that focuses on uh, improving your ability to work as a legislator or uh, helping you win your campaign. So um, if uh, if one of those two things are happening on that trip and you can document that and prove that, um, then you're within the law. If you're going to uh, speak at a girl power conference or help a city council candidate in a different uh, state uh, or uh, do whatever you're doing in Estonia, uh, that's uh, we don't do business. Uh, we don't do business in the Minnesota House floor uh, dealing with Estonia. So, sure. um, you know, it's these are these are to me at least very clear that they don't fall within the law. And I'm looking forward to uh, hearing uh, what else the campaign finance board finds. We have a we certainly have uh, a um, really a, 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 in my eyes, a person who is serially violating our law almost a disrespect for Minnesota law, and, and we can't be having that happen. We can't uh, set that type of precedent, and uh, I really believe that uh, she needs to be held accountable for uh, these illegal behaviors if uh, indeed they are what uh, they very much appear to be. Sure, and like we mentioned, Election Day, with three and a half weeks away, I mean, I, I have to imagine maybe there's a, a temptation on her part to, I don't know, run out the clock, so to speak. I mean, again, even if they, these result in hefty fines and some censuring or whatever penalties might come about, I, let's be honest, it's CD5, hate to uh, uh, undermine the, the uh, fine Republican that is running in that particular race, but it just seems like this would almost be a layup for Representative Omar. And again, uh, is there any particular deadline in place where she has to respond to these charges before it could have, say, an, uh, an impact? I know it's this is a federal race that she's running in, so there's really no purview there, but is there a deadline by which she has to respond to these, Representative Duskowski? There is not. Uh, in my latest complaint, I don't know if the Campaign Finance Board is going to ask her for a response or to show up at one of their, their board meetings or not. Uh, for the first complaint to them, uh, they did ask both myself and her or give the opportunity for each of us to show up. Um, neither one of us was required to. So I think the answer to your question is no. Um, mm. There's no requirement that she does so. Uh, but obviously, since she's not responding and not saying anything, 
um, that's probably telling us what the answer is and why she's not. Once again, we are joined by Representative Steve Dreskowski. He is a Minnesota House member in House District 21B and also sits in the uh, uh, Property Tax and Local Government Finance Division at Transportation Finance and the Ways, uh, Ways and Means Committee. Uh, Representative Dreskowski, uh, do you have like a, 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 uh, I guess, a Facebook page or a Twitter account that uh, you're going to be keeping us abreast or uh, up on these uh, particular updates and uh, where we could follow along to keep our finger on the pulse in the story, so to speak? I do. Uh, my my uh, Twitter account is at Steve Draz, at S-T-E-V-E-D-R-A-Z. Uh, Facebook is Steve.Drazkowski. So um, I've chronicled uh, much of it on Facebook. Uh, feel free to take a look. Um, all of the documents are there, um, and people will be shocked at some of the things they see. Once again, Representative Steve Driscowski, kind enough to uh, fill us in on all that's going on around this. Uh, these are some pretty explosive allegations, and explosive enough where the Star Tribune is picking them up on the alleged campaign violations against Representative Ilhan Omar, who is also running as a Democrat in Congressional District 5. Uh, Representative Driscowski, appreciate your time today, sir. Have a great rest of your weekend, and uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you, Brad. Have a great day. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. who in the midterms? What do they stand for? And how will it affect my family? Will they cut taxes? Fix health care? If you have a stress headache from all the noise of the midterms, consider the Battleground Talkers Tour your remedy. Remedy. Get the facts from Larry Elder, Dennis Prager, and Michael Medved. October 25th at the Radisson Blue Mall of America. VIP tickets are sold out, but preferred seating and general admission are available at am1280thepatriot.com. Hi, I'm Bill Lingvall, and I'm here with Mike Stahl from Health Markets, a national organization helping folks find the right Medicare coverage. Mike, the news reports keep saying that the rates might actually be going down. The cost of many Medicare plans are decreasing this year, so you have to ask yourself, are you getting the best rate? Health Markets offers a free service with access to thousands of Medicare plans, plans that can eliminate your out-of-pocket costs, plans with $0 premium, and even plans that pay you back. All right, Mike, with the enrollment deadline for Medicare coming soon, what should people keep in mind? With so many new options, it can be confusing. You can get objective help to find a plan that may cost less and cover more with lower co-pays, more choices like dental, vision, and prescription drug coverage, and the freedom to see the doctors you choose. Don't miss out on savings you deserve. Our Health Markets Medicare assistance is free. Thanks, Mike. Hey, folks, your Medicare is just too important to put off, so call Health Markets today and find out how much you could be saving. Call 800-716-7780. That's 800-716-7780. 800-716-7780. Standard Heating knows some things never get old for us Minnesotans. The fall colors, s'mores, football tailgating, but some things like your furnace do get old. And that can mean higher heating bills this fall. Fortunately, if you get a new furnace from Standard Heating this October, you can save at least $1,300. In addition to saving $1,300 on your new high-efficiency furnace, you'll be saving even more money on your heating bills. And saving money never gets old. Your new furnace will provide worry-free comfort for you and your family for years to come. You can count on Standard's neat certified technicians to make installation quick and easy and always be there to keep it working at peak performance. That's why Standard Heating has been a trusted name since 1930. Find out more about saving $1,300 on your new furnace at standardheating.com patriot. Don't wait. This sale ends October 31st. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Comfort you deserve. You're finally thinking about retirement, and I'm sure you're wondering, do I have enough money to retire? Will I be able to take that trip, buy that special something, or visit the kids? Now is the time to get your arms around your money, protect and grow your nest egg, so you can live out your retirement dreams. Join us at Online Trading Academy. Call us for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone. Use keyword OTA. Again, pound 250, keyword OTA. Been paying closer attention to the clock there is munching on popcorn. Sorry about that. Hey, I'm 12 the Patriot, Northern Alliance Trader Network with me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Mitch Bird. Traveled in the shadows and I never found another 
651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in by Twitter. Hashtag Narn Show. Hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Hey, don't forget. Coming up less than two weeks, Thursday, October 25th to be precise. It is the Battleground Talkers Tour. Michael Medved, Dennis Brager, and Larry Elder will be in town to talk about the midterm elections. And boy, have they suddenly gotten interesting. I remember when this was first announced. It's like, what if the Republicans, uh, the polls continue to crater for Republicans, and it looks like they're going to lose all of Congress. So they, what are they going to come talk about then? Well, there seems to be plenty of talk to talk about now, as I believe the Republicans will hang on to the Senate, barring them doing something dumb, which, as Steve Dace says, the one who's dumbest last loses. But uh, those gentlemen will be here, Michael Medved, Dennis Prager, Larry Elder, for the Battleground Talkers Tour, go to am1280thepatriot.com, click on the banner, and get your tickets today. There's preferred seating for the uh, venue as well as some general admission seating. And really, that's the most important aspect of this, the main event, is to come to hear these guys talk. Now, you know, we get to hang out with them and have dinner with them beforehand, the VIP dinner, which is completely sold out, which Mitch and myself both told you would happen. Hate to say I told you so, but... No, I don't. I love saying I told you so. But uh, anyhow, uh, the VIP dinner sold out. We're looking forward to that for sure, uh, especially those folks who are sitting at the Narn table with Mitch Berg, King Banyan, and myself. And by the way, between Mitch Berg, King Banyan, and myself, we've lost 110 pounds between the three of us before uh, this this year. Okay, between the two of them, they've lost 110 pounds. I haven't contributed to that mightily, but I'm that's what I'm going with. Hey, because everybody's going to be looking at Mitch and King say, my God, you guys look great. And I'm going to stand right next to them and say, yeah, between the three of us, we've lost 110 pounds. Just saying. But uh, it is going to be a fun night hanging out with Larry, Dennis, and, and Michael and hearing what they have to say in the Battleground Talkers Tour. Again, Thursday, October 25th, Radisson Blue Mall of America. Go to am1280thepatriot.com. Click on the banner. Get your tickets today. Or, hey, give us a call at the office if you want some more information, 651-405-8800. That's 651-405-8800. We will definitely put you in touch with someone who can answer your questions. Uh, switching back to the uh, some of the national political news, I played at the end of the first hour Don Lemon uh, basically justifying Ted Cruz and his wife being harassed in a restaurant, essentially saying, well, it's what they signed up for. You know, that's protected by the First Amendment to protest anywhere you want. You know, never he didn't bother to address, again, uh, pro-Trump people or pro-Brett Kavanaugh people being physically harassed and pushed and having their signs ripped from them. Because basically, if you are infringing upon someone's right to speak freely, well, that's where your right to speak freely ends. It's pretty simple. So we switch now to uh, Kanye West. Kanye West and... NFL Hall of Fame running back Jim Brown made a visit to the White House this past week, and Kanye has always been kind of a very uh, mercurial figure, to say the least. I mean, we all remember him in the fundraiser for Hurricane Katrina, where he basically came on and said, George Bush does not care about black people. Uh, Kanye is one of those people doesn't have a filter, that's for sure, but apparently he's had some sort of revelation where he just he loves Donald Trump. He loves President Trump for reasons I can't explain. And again, it's not because I think it's unusual for a black person to support a Republican. That's not what I'm saying at all. But he just says crazy things like, I put on this hat and I feel like I'm putting on Superman's cape. And it's like, okay, Kanye, that's great. Uh, any policy ideas that uh, you agree with the president? I mean, again, I, I support anybody's contribution to the discourse. I'm not the type of person who's a big fan of shut up and sing you know, stick to sports, stick to music, stick to acting, whatever. No. Okay? We all, as American citizens, have a right to speak freely about our government. I don't have to take your opinion seriously. That's also my right. Because, like I say, any high-profile celebrity's opinion, I don't take it any more serious than I take my neighbors. And I live in a neighborhood with all different political stripes. So I bring all this up because there, there was a reaction to Kanye's performance in the Oval Office. And isn't it amazing how leftists were just so repulsed? I can't believe that took place in the Oval Office. Really? Do you remember what happened there when a certain intern visited President Clinton back in the mid mid to late 90s? Really? Nothing more disgusting has ever happened in the Oval Office, huh? You're going with that. Or on a hot mic when VP Biden said to Barack Obama, this is a big blanking deal when the head had the uh, 
Um, healthcare law passed. Really, nothing, nothing more shocking or despicable has ever come out of that White House. It's Kanye, huh? And by the way, Jim Brown was also there. And uh, Boston Globe sports columnist Dan Shaughnessy on Twitter last night put out a picture of back in the '60s with Jim Brown sitting with Lou Alcindor, who's now Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Muhammad Ali and some other prominent black athletes about how they were on the on the front lines in the struggle for uh, civil rights. Back in the 60s, and Dan Shaughnessy said, you know, this was Jim Brown in his heyday on the right side of history, and now he's just allowing himself to be used. It's sad. It's like, how stunningly arrogant do you have to be to determine what people believe is in their best interest? Is Jim Brown, yeah, Jim Brown's in his mid-80s, and he's slowing down, but what what offends me is these people are just dismissed, that they don't have their mental faculties about, ah, Jim Brown, he's in his mid-80s. He's becoming, you know, he's, he's probably becoming senile in his old age. And so they just dismiss him instead of listening to what they actually have to say. And uh, Nick, if we have that queued up ready, this is Don Lemon, and there was a panel. I don't know who was all on the panel, but there was, a, I mean, there was, I think, three black people and then a white guy. And of course, the white guy, when it got into denigrating Kanye's race, basically being a race traitor, the white guy wisely opted out, didn't say anything. And they just thought it was funny. They thought it was hilarious just to pick on Kanye. So uh, uh, Don Lemon, uh, his CNN program, I don't know who was on the panel, doesn't really matter, but this was their reaction to Kanye West being in the Oval Office. Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. Wow. Um, whoa, and, whoa, whoa, and whoa, 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 Stop. Stop right there. Kanye West is what happened when, when Negroes don't read. And they're laughing about it. They're just laughing. The white guy in the picture, his eyes got as big as pie plates, and Don Lemon is bent over laughing at the white guy's reaction. But never mind, just let, let him say, that's what happened when Negroes don't read. Wait a minute. So because he doesn't follow along in your political stripes, your ideological stripes, he's, he doesn't read? I, I, my, my, my jaw just hit the desk right now. Anyways, I'm sorry. Continue. Trump is going to use it and pervert it, and he's going to have somebody who can stand with him and take pictures. <laughs> Just looking at Scott. Funny stuff. Funny stuff. Listen, black folks are about to trade Kanye West in the racial draft, okay? Wow. They've had wow. it with him, and he's an attention whore like the president. He's all of a sudden now the, the, the model spokesperson. He's, he's the token Negro of the, of the Trump administration. This is ridiculous, and no one should be taking Kanye West seriously. He's clearly has issues. He's already been hospitalized. He's already been hospitalized. <laughs> hospitalized. <laughs> Okay, that was added in for effect by whoever put that put that out there. So there you have it. If if a if a black person dare leaves the ideological stripes of progressives, if they dare leave their if they, if they're not of the progressive ideology, that's what they get. Is there is there there are very few things more racist than leftists. I don't care what color leftists are, white, black, there are very few more racist things than when leftists talk about someone, a black person, who doesn't follow the progressive ideology. And you know who hates white people the most? Leftist white people. You ever notice that? That that was insane. That was embarrassing. And Don Lemon just the only thing he could, you know, the only thing he could react to is 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 the white guy's reaction to saying, "Well, this is what happened when Negroes don't read." Or we're about to trade Kanye. What'd she say? Trade Kanye in the in the black people draft the, or what? The racial draft. Racial draft. It's a play off the Chappelle show skit. Okay, it's been a while since I've seen the Chappelle show. Appreciate Nick here being uh, be, having my back on the cultural references. I appreciate that. I, wow, that that that's just that that's I I don't know what to say. I honestly don't know what to say. And the same thing with with Jim Brown. I mean, this was a guy who for years said things that made a lot of people uncomfortable. But because he was their guy on the left, it was all good. Okay? But now they don't they don't credit Jim Brown for having an enlightening or say, oh, maybe he's had an enlightening over all these years. They just say, well, you know, he's in his 80s. He's not altogether there anymore. He's just letting himself be used. Really, you don't you don't want to address any of these issues that they're bringing up. You don't want to address that black people are leaving the Democrat Party. You you, you don't want to address that, or, or at least figure out why. You just want to write off those who are 
expressing their opinions as as this woman called Kanye an, an attention whore. I I I I've listened to that several times, and I, and my reaction is still the same. I can hardly put together any words. So um, there you have it. That that's what you that's what you'll get if if you happen to be a black person. In uh, that seems to be the antithesis of freedom. By the way, you should have the ability to think for yourself, unless it's anything other than the progressive ideology. Brad Carlson, the closer, in for Mitch Berg on the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back in mere moments. Go nowhere. My number two does not look like a number two. I don't know what to call it. Is there a number three? Table for four, please. Anything close to the restroom. Uh, A middle seat with these stomach problems? That's my fear of flying. Sound like you? If it does, you could be one of the many people with a digestive condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. Even if you don't know what EPI is, you might know the symptoms. Frequent diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain. If you have even just one of these symptoms, you could still have EPI because not everybody experiences EPI the same way, which is why it's so important to open up to your doctor about all your symptoms. And the good news is EPI is manageable, so don't keep a lid on it. Go to identifyepi.com, complete the symptom checker, and use it to have a conversation with your doctor. Don't keep a lid on it. Visit identifyepi.com. Brought to you by Abvi. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. Does what we do matter? You know, in the big scheme of things, how important is a roof or gutters? And and maybe those things aren't real important in the eternal scope of things, but they are important in us establishing relationships with other people. And they're also important in being able to reach out, being able to meet people, being able to expand the kingdom or, or edify or build each other up. So maybe our work is more of a vehicle to establish relationships than it is just a business. Some of the services we offer are shingle roofing, residential roofing. We also do commercial and residential flat roofs, rubber and TPO flat roofs, small or large. For a free and obviously no obligation estimate, you can always contact us by phone at 612-900-9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts STAR11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850. Welcome back. Game 12 in the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. It is me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. Filling in for Mitch Berg today, but fear not, uh, Mitch fans. Mitch will be in for me tomorrow from 1 to 3 p.m. And it looks like he's going to have Senate candidate Jim Newberger on the broadcast, so you definitely want to tune in for that. But hey, we got a couple of segments remaining here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Don't forget to tune into the NARN every weekend. King Banyan is on Saturdays, 9 to 11 a.m. on AM 1440, The Businessman, for the King Banyan Show. And my friend and colleague, Mitch Berg, is normally at this time slot, AM 1280, The Patriot, Saturdays, 1 to 3 p.m. He is a headliner. And I am the closer. I close out Sundays, 1 to 3 p.m. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. For any comments or questions regarding today's show content, as we've uh, we've talked about a lot today, that is for sure. And uh, I, I'm glad I got my second hour back on Sundays because I was on 2 to 3 p.m. for like a couple of years, and I'd recently got my second hour back within the past 
two, three months. And uh, boy, I haven't, I've, I've made good use of it. Let me tell you, with everything that goes on week in and week out, that is uh, for certain. Now, with the official confirmation of Brett Kavanaugh as a associate Supreme Court justice, the attention now turns to what about the next opening? Because Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who, uh, you know, I'm no doctor, but she does not look like she is in the greatest of health. And she's, gosh, I think she, I'll have to look up uh, specifically how old she is, but I, I believe she's about 85, 86 years old and hasn't been in the greatest of health. Uh, yeah, she will be 86 in March. So the speculation is, you know, what if Ruth Bader Ginsburg, you know, what if she is the next, um, shall we say, Supreme Court justice to move on? Apologies for that. I had to get a drink of water here. I'm talking so much that I had to get a sip of water. So what if she, what if her vacancy comes up and it comes up in 2020? Because remember Mitch McConnell, when Antonin Scalia suddenly passed away in early 2016, Mitch McConnell's rationale was, we're not going to fill this vacancy because we're invoking the Joe Biden rule, the Senator Joe Biden rule, where we do not fill a Supreme Court vacancy in a presidential election year. Therefore, the next president will fill this vacancy. Now, what McConnell was alluding to was in the early 1990s, Joe, then Senator Joe Biden came out and said, in a presidential election year, we're not going to be filling a Supreme Court vacancy if one occurs, which one did not. But that was what Senator Joe Biden has said. And, of course, George H.W. Bush was president in 1992, and the idea was that Bill Clinton was looking pretty good in the polls and would probably unseat the incumbent president, and therefore the next president, who would be a Democrat, should fill that Senate seat, and that was the idea behind that. So Joe Biden was pulling a power play because the Democrats, of course, I believe they had a majority in the, yes, they did. They had a majority in the Senate back in 1992. So that was, they could pull rank, so to speak. And there we are once again, elections have consequences. You may not like the way that Washington operates, but if the party in power puts through legislation, well, then again, that's the consequences of our free elections. But when Democrats lose, isn't it, by the way, just kind of an aside, if you looked at Twitter this past week, you saw all these quote-unquote think pieces from like Vox talking about a case for abolishing the Supreme Court. Isn't it amazing how they want to abolish all these institutions when they lose? I mean, the threat of Donald Trump becoming president before he was actually elected president says, oh, Donald Trump will upend all of our, nor- all of our constitutional and societal norms. But then when Donald Trump is president, all the, it's all the leftists that want to upend all of our constitutional and societal norms. You ever notice that? So anyway, <coughs> I digress. So the question became, okay, what if, you know, and it, it doesn't even have to be Ruth Bader Ginsburg. It could be uh, Stephen Breyer. You know, Stephen Breyer is also of the liberal wing of the court. I mean, Elena Kagan and, and Sonia Sotomayor They've both been in for less than a decade, so there's no chance they're they're thinking of stepping down. But if it got to the point where Ginsburg stepped down in 2020, Mitch McConnell was asked about this last Sunday uh, by Chris Wallace on uh, on Fox News Sunday, and um, I'll, well, I'll read what Wallace. This was from a uh, this was from a Free Beacon uh, piece. Uh, Chris Wallace asked, when you blocked Merrick Garland's nomination from President Obama, you basically said we don't do this in a presidential election year and that we wait until the election and when and then when, whoever the people choose, they get to pick the Supreme Court nominee. But what you just said now is it's a question of whether or not the party in control of the Senate is different than the president. The question I guess I'm getting to is, if Donald Trump were to name somebody in the final year of his first term in 2020... Are you saying that you would go ahead with that nomination? This was Chris Wallace on Fox News Sunday asking Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. McConnell replied, I understand your question, and what I told you is what the history of the Senate has been. You have to go back to 1880 
define the last time a vacancy created in a presidential election year on the Supreme Court was confirmed by the by a Senate of a different party than the president? McConnell response again. That was McConnell's response. Um, that's not a no. That's not a no. <laughs> and again, kudos to Majority Leader McConnell for coming out and having his knowledge of Senate history. Because 1880 was the last time. And a lot of people like to make the argument, well, you know, the, the Senate, they went ahead, you know, and, and approved, and, you know, because there was a Democrat Senate in 1988 when they uh, confirmed Anthony Kennedy to the court. And, of course, it was a Republican, Ronald Reagan, who was in the White House. And Democrats always like to point out point that out. But what I will tell them is, well, the vacancy took place in a non-election year, 1987. And, of course, that was the infamous uh, Robert Bork hearing where they basically impugned the character of Judge Robert Bork. And he ended up not being confirmed. And then uh, a gentleman by the name of Douglas Ginsburg was put up. And apparently he had he had a shady history of liking to smoke the left-handed cigarettes. So uh, his confirmation, I don't I don't think he ever had a hearing. I don't recall was torpedoed. And so then Kennedy was finally put forth, and they finally had the hearing and confirmed him in 1988. So if you want to use that as a comparison or as a rationale, well, that's incorrect because the vacancy actually took place in 1987. So it was different. It was legitimately different. But. This is going to, if you thought that the reaction to Brett Kavanaugh being confirmed to the Supreme Court was met with sheer lunacy in the streets and outside the Supreme Court chambers, what would happen if Mitch McConnell holds a hearing and thus confirms another justice to the Supreme Court? And not just any justice, someone replacing one of the far leftists on the court. I mean, it's one. Neil Gorsuch was one thing. He was replacing Antonin Scalia. From a judicial philosophy, they were basically the same. Now, the difference being, of course, it's a lifetime appointment, so Neil Gorsuch is going to be in for 30, 40 years, whereas Justice Scalia was already close to 80 years old. He wouldn't have been in nearly that long. But the fact remains, it was a lateral move in terms of judicial philosophy. Brett Kavanaugh was replacing Anthony Kennedy, who was kind of considered the quote-unquote swing vote. You know, kind of the uh, one who uh, was in the middle between the conservative wing and the and the liberal wing, and so that sent people into hysterics. But if one of the far left justices, i.e., Ruth Bader Ginsburg, was replaced by another originalist constitutionalist judge, you thought there were you thought there was frothing by the left now, in light of the Kavanaugh hearings. What would happen in twenty twenty? If Mitch McConnell decided to approve a justice in the in the motif of say an Amy Coney Barrett, okay, wow, that I I don't even I don't even want to think about that. And and you you can you better believe that the media will play in an endless loop. McConnell saying we don't fill a vacancy in a presidential election year. Well, now he's clarifying that, saying, well, what I meant was the opposite party of the president doesn't fill a vacancy in a presidential election year. That's 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 what I meant. Well, that being the case, uh, the chair of the Senate Judiciary Committee, uh, Chuck Grassley, not on board with that. Uh, here's his quote. This is from a Washington Examiner story. If I'm chairman, they won't take it up. No, Grassley said when asked if the Senate Judiciary Committee would consider another Trump Supreme Court nomination in 2020. Now, if someone else is the chairman of the Judiciary Committee, they'll have to decide that for themselves, but that's a decision I made a long time ago. Uh, Grassley said he made a pledge in 2016 when former President Obama's Supreme Court nominee Merrick Garland was blocked by a majority Republican Congress to not consider Supreme Court nominees in presidential election cycles. The Senate Judiciary Committee's chairman's decisions, uh, the Senate Judiciary Chairman's decision, directly contradicts a statement from Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell made over the weekend when he suggested that he was prepared for another Supreme Trump Supreme Court pick in 2020. Uh, we'll see if there is a vacancy in 2020, McConnell said Sunday. But he didn't say no. So I'm just saying, uh, I'm. you know what? People might people kind of get the attitude of, ah, I'm sitting back with the popcorn if Trump gets another nominee in 2020. Honestly, I don't know if that would be... Uh, I don't know if that would be something I want to witness. Really, I wouldn't. 
Um, so if there has to be another Supreme Court uh, vacancy, you know, maybe let it be in 2019 where Republicans, a strong possibility that they'll have increased their majority. And therefore, if you have a couple of the Republicans go rogue, one or two go rogue, you still have enough. And plus, it's not close enough to election where any vulnerable red state Dems might be in the position to vote for a, another Trump pick. But um, yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, considering what we saw in the aftermath of the Kavanaugh hearings, yeah, that's not a, excuse me, that's not a scenario I'd look forward to. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. One final segment coming up on the broadcast with me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Mitch Berg. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. Not until now. Not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night? or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis. You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com, and here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to Relief Factor. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-607-3551. That's 800-607-3551. 800-607-3551. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. Your life is an important one. At AM 1280, The Patriot, we're interested in hearing about how this station is making a direct and positive impact on your life. Each day, our station and our hosts enter your busy world of responsibilities, challenges, and a desire for personal growth. And each day, it's our wish that what you hear positively affects you and your family. We provide you a perspective on news that is truthful and timely. We may even be your main source of much-needed information that gives unique insights at just the right time. These interactions happen regularly, and we would love for you to tell us about it. Here's what we want you to do. Record a video message on your phone or camera and share your story with us. And for simply sharing your impact story with us, you'll automatically be eligible to win a grand prize of an Apple iPad Pro and an Apple Pencil. You have until October 23rd, so visit am1280thepatriot.com today and use keyword story to submit your video. Welcome back, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network, with me, Brad Carlson, filling in for my friend and colleague Mitch Berg. Mitch out on assignment today, but fear not, he will be in for me tomorrow from one to three p.m. right on these very airwaves. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, we got one final short segment on the broadcast, and we do want to get to a phone call. Line one, Dan is in Richfield. Hey, Dan, you are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go ahead. Hey, Brad, great job. Thank and you. I really enjoyed that last congressman. That should be all over the media with uh, what's-her-face. I, I, I like that line, I never forget what's-her-face. Um, <laughs> you talk about Representative Omar and her campaign finance yeah. issues? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, right? That lady. Mm-hmm. Ilhan and, Omar. Uh, that was, what, what, 
What's the gentleman that had done all the research, and where can I learn all about it so I can call various radio stations when they get political? What's um, what's his name? Some uh, Polish last name? Oh yeah, uh, he's uh, actually he's a uh, Minnesota House member, so the State House uh, Representative Steve Draskowski. Yeah. Uh, Draskowski, yeah. I love it. I yes. love it. Okay, well, you know, we don't owe the Democrats one justice. There's no, there's no. This is baloney. This well, this isn't fair. Fair, what? Well, you know, the founders, for the last, founders in what, maybe 300 years after, at least, there weren't leftists, there weren't Marxists, socialists. Mm-hmm. Their ideology is completely uh, an- antithetical to the Constitution. Right. We want constitutional. We don't owe them anything in this whole baloney that, oh, well, we have the right now because we're baloney. We're going to fight you all the way if you don't have a constitutional. Uh, constitutionalist as a Supreme Court justice, and if you do, we're all we're all behind it. You know, Republicans don't owe them anything. It's just another trick to try to make you feel bad and guilty that oh, now we got to be nice to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, and, and that's yeah, that's an excellent point. And and like I said, um, uh, I'm not saying I'm opposed or or supporting. What Leader McConnell is suggesting, all I'm saying is that, uh, you know, and as and it's kind of been the theme of the show is elections have consequences. And if uh, Leader McConnell yeah. goes back on his word, you've got 2020 to vote the Republicans out, which looking ahead to the Senate map in 2020, if Republicans keep the majority in the Senate this election cycle, 2020 is not going to be any better for the Democrats. Number one, we're going to get Alabama back because that's in the hand of the Democrat thanks yeah. to that special election. So I'm just saying yeah. uh, if they want to make this a campaign issue, the Democrats uh, feel free, but it hasn't worked thus far. It's going to be a red wave, Brad. Never Brad, know. Yeah, hold never on know. to your seat. Uh, it's a red wave. Jeff Johnson, uh, Newba- Newberger. Well, maybe I don't know. It's going to be tough with Jeff, but Karen Housley, maybe definitely uh, Stauber, Stauber, Stauber for sure. Jason Lewis. Yeah, we're going to do good. We're going to do good, and Trump's got a big smile on his face as he knows that we're going to win. Now, if we can hang on to CDs two and three, Jason Lewis and Eric Paulson, respectively, I think that that would help. It's nice to gain seats, but boy, we can't lose any. <laughs> That's for sure. That's it's, yeah. I, I think Paulson will win. It's going to be. A, I hope so. Be great. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> I appreciate it, Dan. Thanks, uh, thanks as always for the uh, for the phone call. Yeah, that's. Uh, I I don't know. I can't remember if I talked about this in the preview video. I always do a, a preview of the show on the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. I can't remember if I brought it up there or sometime during the show. But uh, it's it's interesting to be in Minnesota. It's always interesting to be in Minnesota. But it seemed like the big Republican wave elections, particularly twenty ten. And 2014, we were on the opposite end. Whereas we celebrated nationally, you know, the Republicans in 2010 took over the House of Representatives, made a big dent in the Democrats' majority in Congress. And then in 2014, they gained in the House and then took over control of of uh, of the Senate. But yet here in Minnesota, we didn't win squat for statewide races in 2010 or 2014, and we lost out on the opportunity to flip some key House races, particularly CD8 uh, in 2016 and CD1 as well, where uh, both Stuart Mills and Jim Hagedorn, respectively, the Republican candidates, lost by less than 1% in both of those races. So, you know, we uh, but we celebrated nationally in that the Republicans hung on to Congress. And most of us celebrated President Trump. I was I did not expect Trump to win, and it was was more shocked than anything. And again, I, you know, I was very clear during the 2016 campaign. I was not a, I was the furthest thing from a Trump fanboy there could be, uh, but I was willing to give him a chance. And you know, there are still things I have my issues with, but uh, I, there have been areas where I've been pleasantly surprised. The Supreme Court being a number one, I wasn't sure that he was going to stick to his list that he mentioned in 2016. I said, you know, if there's any way you can assuage some hesitant conservatives, it's come out with your Supreme Court list, uh, Donald Trump. After Justice Scalia had passed, and you know what? Trump came out with an impressive list. And you know what? He's got two good justices as a result. So there's been some there's been some uh, bright spots. I'm not going to deny that. But uh, th- so this is going to be a, another situation where, you know, we could be celebrating both locally and nationally. Uh, where the Republicans hang on to Congress. And we flip those two congressional seats that Dan alluded to, CD1 and CD8, with Jim Hagedorn and Pete Starbird, the Republican candidates in those areas. But 
Boy, we got to hang on to uh, CD3 and CD2. I, I have a bad feeling we're going to lose one of them, CD2 or CD3. I would be shocked. You know what? Here, here's what I'll say. I'll be more shocked if we hang on to both CD2 and CD3 as opposed to gaining CD1 and CD8. That's how perilous it is. Because I think, both, well, look at it. Look at the numbers. I mean, the numbers don't lie. Right now, CD3, it is actually, according to the latest Cook Partisan Voting Index, CD3 is a D plus one district. It's basically a swing district. And Hillary won it convincingly in 2016. I know Paulson won his race by 11, 12 points in 2016. But it's, I think it's a, I believe it's a D plus one district, whereas CD2 is like an R plus one or R plus two district. So both very much online on the fence. And this sounds like an obvious statement, but it comes, but it comes down to turnout and not just turnout, but enthusiasm. Who's going to be more enthusiastic to come on out? Are people going to be enthusiastic to come out and vote for Jason Lewis or are the other side more enthusiastic vote for Angie Craig or, you know, are people in CD3, are they enthusiastic to go out and vote for Eric Paulson or, or, um, or vote against Eric Paulson? You know, because Dean Phillips isn't an impressive candidate, but he's the means to an end. You know, if it means kicking Eric Paulson out, well, that'll obviously assuage the anti-Paulson crowd. But, you know, the enthusiasm gap has definitely closed in the last couple of weeks. Democrats had a significant, they had a double-digit advantage just two, three weeks ago, and now it's a statistical dead heat as far as the enthusiasm. Now, as far as the generic congressional ballot, Democrats still hold a slight lead, but the slight lead means they don't get the Senate and the House is definitely in question. So uh, definitely a lot to talk about these next few weeks before election night. Again, three and a half weeks away. And uh, it's, uh, you know, I'm, isn't isn't every election the most important election in our lifetime? That's how this one is being spun as well. So uh, I don't know about that, but... It's important. There's no question about it. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, I've enjoyed it. Thanks to Mitch for allowing me to fill in on his broadcast right here, AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Again, Mitch is in for me tomorrow from 1 to 3 p.m. right here on these very airwaves. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. Turn all of the lights on over every boy and every girl. Closing time. One last call for alcohol, so finish your whiskey or beer. Closing time. Hi, this is Terry Sandvold, CEO of Sandvold Financial Group and host of Money Talks. Sandvold Financial Group would like to help provide the sturdy foundation for your financial future. We want you to plan for tomorrow, today. Give us a call to attend an upcoming seminar at 952 544-2837. That's 952-544-2837. Or go to helpmeterry.com to set up a no-cost financial review today. Registered representative of and independent of Questar Capital Corporation. Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Questar Asset Management. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. If you're young and healthy, you don't need life insurance, right? Yeah, that's what I used to think, too. Until my brother died at 38. Joe left his wife with two kids, a mortgage, and a stack of bills she couldn't pay. Mary had to sell the house and move everybody into this tiny two-bedroom apartment just to make ends meet. I never want to do that to my wife, so I got life insurance. I called AIG Direct and was really surprised how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. Listen, if you have a family, you should seriously think about getting life insurance. You'll feel a lot better having it, trust me. Call AIG Direct for a free, no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you could save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-981-0472. That's 1-800-981-0472. 1-800-981-0472. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts WOW11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time 
on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's WOW11 to 88988. The world of business and finance is constantly changing. How are you keeping up with all the information? Most likely, you're not. Checking websites, writing emails, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. But it has to be out there somewhere. Well, it is. Business 1440 is your on-air guide through the fast-paced business landscape. What you want to know, when you want to know it. Up-to-the-minute business and financial news on Business 1440. Stream online at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K29. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.